Welcome back to the Ed Morrissey Show podcast. Joining us as always, the prince of Twitter, the regent of redstate.com, Andrew Malcolm at AH Malcolm on the Twitters is and uh number one on your number one on your um <laughs> chart. Especially after yeah. this weekend's I and I, I we're gonna talk about we're gonna really mostly just talk about Andrew's columns for VIP over at redstate.com, but <laughs> Did you, I got to start off by asking you, did you watch the playoffs yesterday? Oh, isn't that something? They were oh. actually pretty interesting games. Weren't I they? thought they were, especially the first one. I just loved it. First, I'm a, I love to watch quarterbacks like like Mahomes and yeah. Drew, Drew Brees and Joe Montana and all those guys. But, jeez, uh, I, I mean, they were really solid games and competitive and, and, uh, uh, some stupid plays by that Baltimore guy. Jeez. Well, I mean, first off, I like Lamar Jackson, but I am not a fan of the Baltimore Ravens. And yesterday's game reminded me why. Because they're mostly undisciplined. When they get emotional, they get undisciplined, and they start doing stupid stuff like um, commit personal fouls over and over and over again that keep putting themselves in – bad positions and constantly yesterday just not a team playing i mean it's just not disciplined Uh, they're not disciplined and you know that that big slap at mahomes's face as he's running by i mean that was such an obvious call and everybody on the baltimore sideline is going what 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 it's like come on man (laughs) (laughs) damn well what Yeah, but well, wasn't that there was that one the one Baltimore guy that did a couple of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember which, which player it was, but yeah. And then he like, and then he fumbled. Yeah, not his day. Oh yeah, the Ray Flowers thing, or uh, not Zay Flowers? Excuse me, Zay Flowers thing. The, yeah. Um, yeah, he he taunted the guy. I mean, you know, he's standing over him, spinning the ball in his face, and and yelling at him while the guy's on the ground. I mean, that's going to draw a flag every single time. Oh, absolutely. And then to top it off, <laughs> he ends up fumbling the ball in the end zone and and negating a, a touchdown, potential touchdown anyway, and handing the ball back to the Kansas City Chiefs. And that was the same series, right? Yeah. Just yeah. why you don't taunt people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's going to happen next? And then did you see what happened after that? Flowers got up. He was so mad at himself for the fumble. Oh, and he cut his finger. He slammed. He slammed his helmet down on the bench, and he cut his finger. And they had to tape his finger up. But you know, you know, the the Chiefs just outplayed Baltimore. Uh, I'm happy that Mahomes won on the road because that was the knock, right? Was that well? He's never. He hasn't won a. Um, he hasn't won playoff games on the road. Well, he hasn't had to. Because he's so damn good that they usually they get the home <laughs> home field yeah. advantage. Um, this year they they didn't uh, win home field advantage, but they won anyway. Yeah, should be a good game. Yeah, I was sorry about the, the about the Lions though, and I yeah. think the Lions, the Lions, the problem was the coach. It wasn't really the players on the field, although you know they made their mistakes and stuff like that, but. You pass up two field goals like that in a championship game just because you think you're hot stuff and you can go for it on fourth down and and bend the game to your will. That's going to come back and bite you in the ass at some point. It did twice yesterday, and that was the margin of the game. If they'd had those yeah. two field goals, they would have won that game yesterday. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, uh, who's somebody told me I don't remember what, but somebody in football was telling me that you watch it, watch out for teams that are new to the playoffs because there's a there's a there's a different atmosphere, and that would be the Lions because they have yeah they haven't been there before yeah yeah and uh, um, yeah well. It, it should be an interesting game and uh i mean the super bowl so yeah yeah you know i'm 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 kind of curious as to um uh you know which team's going to win uh the 49ers or the taylor swifters <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i they don't they don't linger on it and I, I don't i don't blame them for showing it because don't blame them either it, it's fun it's fun it's, it's fun She's a sense of phenomenon. Um, it's a cool story. It's like the cheerleader and the and the player on the field, and the viewership is up. Uh, Swifties watch, so that yeah. helps with the that that helps with the ad rates. Um, well, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I I I get that people might feel like it's a, a little. Um, a little too much of the Taylor Swift following uh, on television, but it's not like they're cutting away to her uh, during the middle of a play. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, showing a reaction. Right. So and, what? And and uh, Kelsey was uh, Kelsey was a was a freak yesterday. I mean, he was a phenomenon. Uh, Eleven catches, and he passed Jerry Rice for playoff receptions. That was I mean, wasn't it? 11 catches in one game in a playoff game. Oh, so they weren't, he catches either. He was catching no. him crossing over the middle of the field where yeah. you're going to get the, the crap kicked out of you. And that one catch was just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, and that was one of their touchdown drives too. Um, yeah, when he, when he turned around, Oh man. Yeah. I, I, uh, so, so there was plenty of occasion to cut to her since she's excited about it and i you know this is one of those celebrity romance things that may not go on but it's fun yeah you know and, and john wrote about this today too is that people are saying oh this is an op this is all designed to promote taylor swift so that she can come out and endorse joe biden um and i think the it's the other way around yeah back ramaswamy is 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 saying so it was was now he says he was joking, but I guess yesterday he said that the NFL was going to fix it so that um, so that so that the Chiefs would win, so that it would be an even bigger platform for Swift. Oh. Like, you know what? She's a she's a multi billionaire anyway, and she works her ass off. And she writes her own music, stands up for herself. Uh, and, when and that, she when endorsed that, Biden in twenty twenty. I mean, it wouldn't be new. She was. Yeah. She endorsed Biden in 2020. So yeah. yeah, she's going to endorse Biden. It's not a mystery. She's going to endorse Joe Biden. She's she's a, a liberal celebrity. That's not the issue at hand here. And the yeah. idea that somehow she needs the NFL to promote her platform. <laughs> I can't see the other way around, folks. <laughs> My God, it's so damn funny. That's <laughs> come on, man. And I'm curious as to where all these people were when Jack Nicholson has been at courts. You know, I don't think he does yeah, anything for the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers. He spent decades being courtside for the Lakers, and they would show him in every shot. Right? 
Nobody had an issue with that. Maybe Mrs. Nicholson did. I don't know. Whoever Mrs. Nicholson might have been at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just cute. I mean, it's a cute, fun little story. It was cute. It was cute and fun to see, you know, Travis Kelsey's big brother in the stands. I think that was the previous game. It wasn't this. Yeah, game. last game. Last game. Yeah. 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 Because he had just retired from the Eagles because they had lost their playoff game the week before. So he could show up to his brother's games. Now. To his, to, he lost the game to his brother's team. <laughs> so, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I don't, you know, it's just, it's silly. Um, it's fun. fun. It's just but plain it's fun. fun. Yeah. It's fun. And, and, you know, it's a game, right? And yeah. it's very serious because there's so much money involved. Uh, but it's still a game. And uh, well, you're paranoid about Taylor Swift getting on camera at an NFL game. I, <laughs> I think you're none too swift. That's all I'm going to say is that you're none yeah. too swift. I mean, I saw, I saw Kelsey was on his podcast with his brother and he said he wanted, he, he would call, this is a few weeks ago. He would call Taylor and she couldn't talk because she was saving her voice. Apparently her shows are three hours long. Yeah. And she she sings more than thirty songs that she wrote herself. Um, that that's 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 kind of impressive to me. Um, and to be as disciplined in her performance as Kelsey is in his, I just the guy's a horse. I just love it catch it and knock him down and you, you can see as soon as he catches it he's wrapping up because he knows he's going to get hit again i just um he's um he's a phenomenon i, I like i've always liked tight ends uh they always seem to be workhorses the good ones the good ones yeah the gronkowski's the kelsey's they're colorful remember mark bravaro mark bravaro mark bravaro sure yeah they're colorful <laughs> They're fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, Edelman, right? Um, Justin Edelman. Edelman. Yeah. 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 Edelman. Yeah, and there was, and uh, well, there's another one there. Um, oh, Gronkowski. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mentioned Gronk. Yeah. And Gronk's doing ads. I mean, he's fun. He's doing ads for USAK yeah. and other things. So we, we still get a chance. He's doing that one with the kick of destiny thing. Uh, I guess he screwed up <laughs> last year. So they're going to have him come back and try it again this year. I mean, this is what the NFL is supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. Entertainment, be yeah. It's not supposed to be luxury. You know, after yeah. four years or so of the woke nonsense that's going on, give me Taylor Swift any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cheery, entertaining, positive. And did you see when the when the junior hockey when the USA junior hockey team won the the world the world tournament they. They all stood arm in arm, arms around each other and sang the anthem, the actual lyrics on the ice. So that's a, it's a little bit different than the uh, than the girl women's soccer team. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know, Megan Filipino anyway. and, and the rest of them. Uh, well, that's about that's about it, Ed. I think we should wrap it up today. No, we're going to talk about your columns this week because you got some really <laughs> good columns. We always have good columns, but we haven't had a chance to feature the, uh, the topics too much. But I got to get um, I, I first off, I want to get to the one that you wrote last week, which is also VIP. You know, and you say WTH, what the heck or what the yeah. hell? 
Yeah. Or the, whereas most of us would say WTF, Andrew's a classy guy. So it's WTH with Andrew. Well, I, um, I remember what, what the Salem is in the, a, a different business. So, <laughs> well, that's true. And um, actually, I've been trying to um, tone down the F. So, well, uh, I should. I should, really. You should. Uh, yeah, all right. So, what's you know, the there there was, was a, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, oh, there was. Um, it was a, a story, of, a fun story. The governor I worked for, his father was a lifelong coach. And then he was athletic director at the college. And apparently the guys, I don't know which what team, I assume football, they were screwing around. Uh, it's a Catholic school. And they, they were screwing around outside his office and swearing and stuff. And he came out and <laughs> came storming out of the, what the F, boys? Knock it off. <laughs> uh coach what the f <laughs> oh he didn't say f i did yeah yes. yeah anyway, yeah anyway yeah. anyway so go ahead i'm sorry no, no no i wanted to get to your um to your topic here what's the big what's the media's big rush to crown a gop winner after yeah. states have voted you know i think you and i are going to disagree on this a little bit because i don't think that they're crowning a winner i think they're just recognizing one but give us your argument here well I, I don't I don't care why they're doing well I I think I know why they're doing it uh, they desperately want him uh, they desperately want Trump yep. um, and after an election there's I I've been in this position it's kind of hard once you deal with the results of the election the second day what the hell are you going to write about and uh, so they have to find something, and they are so determined. I mean, can you tell me? No, you can't. Nobody can tell me what the program issues are of DeSantis or Vivek or uh, Nikki Haley uh, because they haven't talked issues. It's all performative, and uh, that's not helpful, and that's what I think has ruined debates. Is um, you get up there and well you said this and you said that and it's just there's no opportunity to talk about issues you know i once went back, i didn't read them all but i went went back and read the alleged transcripts of the lincoln douglas debates and, and um they were talking issues all the time and they had no microphones <laughs> so <laughs> so uh you know sometimes this is off the subject but i have discs or cd discs uh, early CD discs, well, early recordings of presidents. So I actually have a CDs with William Jennings Bryan, William McKinley, Howard Taft, Teddy Roosevelt, and Woodrow Wilson's voices all on. And, and I say William Jennings Bryan, and uh, and you hear them talking uh, in their speeches. Their speeches are so grandiloquent with clauses and, and, you know, like I said, they didn't have microphones. Um, I guess there was one, obviously, to make these recordings. But uh, anyway, um, if we ever want to play them sometime, the people hear Teddy Roosevelt's voice is not what you would think it would be. I'll just leave that there. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a bull moose? No. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I... 
uh, I know they want to have something new to write the media and uh, and declaring winners, but I don't know how many states have primaries, but there's a hell of a lot more. And wrapping it up, it just seems too wishful and fits right in with what Trump wants. And I don't think we should be doing uh, on purpose what what candidates want. Uh, we should be doing our setting our own agendas and pointing out that, well, you know, in this campaign, there was a lot of talk about who said what back when, but there wasn't any talk about the future. And there wasn't any talk about what they would intend to do as presidents, which is what I really want to hear about when they hear about uh, uh, what you did as governor uh, 14 years ago or something. That's just anyway. So I was so I was disappointed and um, it's self-defeating, really, because uh, if you believe what the media says, um, numerically, you can argue that Trump Trump is in good position uh, according to the polls, which are not supposed to be predictive, is in a good position to get the nomination. But there is so much to happen before then to announce that he's the inevitable winner. If you go by their primaries, you could make an argument. But if you go by politics and 91 criminal uh, charges, no, you can't, you can't make that argument that everything's settled. I wouldn't do that. Well... I got to say, I think that the performance of the polls against the first two contests show that they've been broadly predictive and the gap is so wide that it makes it very difficult to argue that the polls are off in some in some significant manner. Um, and I don't think that there I don't think it hurts anything to have Haley stay in the race, but I think it's pretty clear that this has turned into a um, a, con a referendum on Donald Trump's incumbency. Within the uh, within the GOP, and they and voters are signing up for his incumbency. And Donald Trump may not be talking about his record, but between Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley in the debates, they were talking about their records, and it turned out that voters didn't care because yeah. they didn't replace Donald Trump. They want Donald Trump again. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's not, and it's interesting to me. It doesn't seem to me like they just like Trump. They agree with Trump, and yeah. I think that, and I think that helps explain the resi resiliency of of his um, of his crowd's loyalty. I'm just not sure what would happen if if there if there are some uh, uh, convictions and potential sentences. Um, I guess the most important cases is the Jack Smith ones on January sixth, but. Uh, and the other ones, you can argue, and so they've all been lumped together, that they are lawfare. And I, I agree. Obviously, they've been coming after Trump from day one, and it, it offends American, many Americans' sense of fairness. Uh, they stacked the deck against Trump and gone at him every way from Sunday. And uh, I, don't know how the guy, I don't know how the guy holds up. But he's a hell of a lot tougher than the guy we got now, and I don't think that the uh, that we would have. Uh, I think we would have had some reaction. I don't uh, some reaction to American troops getting killed. Well, that brings us to your second column because that came out yesterday, and it was written prior to yeah. the news from Jordan that three Americans had been killed and thirty something others had been wounded in a drone attack on an American uh, army base. 
uh, in Jordan. And this is uh, from an Iranian backed militia, I guess, in Syria is where the attack originated. And right now we still don't know how this administration is going to react based on previous experience, probably badly, <laughs> right? Yeah. Probably yeah. Weakly, which is what the reason why we're, they're continuing to attack. Yeah. Uh, and exactly. yeah, you know, there's no consequences. Uh, and this, this invites the Houthi attacks on shipping. By the way, how are these alleged tribesmen in sandals getting all this sophisticated stuff, right? It's Iran. And uh, somebody who knows what they're doing is shooting these things off. But, um, and what did Biden do when the Russians downed uh, a U.S. drone in international airspace? You know, nothing. He didn't even say anything. Uh, so, Yep. And the days are numbered that they're going to have him. This is a, this window is gradually closing for them to take advantage of the American weakness. And uh, that's, um, it's, it's a little bit scary. Um, you hope the window gets closed without something serious happening, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not looking good. And, um, and but that does bring us to, I mean, your your post is a little bit more fun than than the issue about oh, the yeah. attack on Iran, but it does bring us to the <laughs> to that, uh, which is uh, you know the question of whether Michelle Obama is going to be the white knight riding in to rescue the Democratic Party from Joe Biden's <laughs> de dementia-addled um, you know yeah. uh, collapse. Yeah, I'm I just very skeptical about this. I just am. I'm very skeptical about this, Dwayne. Uh, uh, never mind the never mind the facts. It's just fun to see Michelle, so to speak, riding in on a white horse to uh, to save her party's ass. I just uh, it was just so much fun. And you think about how they might do it and what they might say and her record. And I mean, this I don't think it would be a cakewalk. Uh, and she said that she doesn't want to do it. But I said, this is just too fun a story in the middle of the winter to let pass without doing a tongue-in-cheek column about President Michelle Obama. Well, again, I, I am a skeptic of this, but uh, Dwayne is a true believer in the yeah. Joe Obama for Joe Biden switcheroo coming um before the convention, I, I I will tell you that there is one major obstacle to that. <laughs> I, just this, I just got this book from Charlie. I interviewed Charlie. It's the interview is actually going to go up on Wednesday. I just interviewed him maybe an hour hour and a half ago, and uh, that's the obstacle because no matter what, <laughs> I don't care if Joe Biden is uh, you know. Bernie from weekend at Bernie's, the Democrats are going to drag him across the line so they don't have to put that person at the top of the ballot. But well, don't you? Yeah, but don't you think putting a, another black woman at the top of the ballot would take care of that? I think it would. No, no I think that I and think you, and, you what, and Harris Harris could go back to the Senate because her replacement is says I'm only in it until next January. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Nobody knows. She, no, wants, no. she wants that position. She is going to demand to be on the ticket. Now, and I'll tell you something I told Dwayne is that for some reason, Joe Biden doesn't make it to the convention health wise, one way or the other. 
she's the president anyway. And at which point they're stuck with her because they're not going to knock an incumbent president yeah. off the ballot to put Michelle Obama on it. Um, they can't. Put I'm, her on I'm the hitting the. I'm hitting the bottle with your argument here. Yeah, exactly. And shouldn't we all be hitting the bottle at this point? <laughs> sort of Charlie's point is we all should be hitting the bottle early and often. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I look. I mean, and it's a fun column. You guys should go read Andrew's column too. Um, well, but, I had fun, I had fun writing it. I wanted it to be fun to read, right. tongue in cheek, so to speak. Well, uh, yeah, again, it's a fun theory. They can't. Yeah, do, that's it. They can't that's do it. it. They can't do it before the the convention because it's too late to get Michelle Obama in any of the uh, primary contests. You don't have to be in the primary. You get Joe to step out like like Lyndon Johnson did. You step out after Super Tuesday. Says, oh, you know what? I'm tired, and they say, well. You've done a wonderful job, and they name an airport after Joe Biden and an airport, an airhead. Uh, yeah. yeah, airport named after an airhead. Um, name, name they name a heating plant after Joe Biden because <laughs> it produces hot air. See, yeah. Oh, hey, now be careful here. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I resent, no. the, I resent Not- the red state attack on hotair.com. I'm just telling Not- you. Right now. No, I, I I want to make it clear. It's not hot air. It's hot air. There you there's, go. A, there's a big difference. I'm just checking. <laughs> got to de- defend my, my turf <laughs> with everything I've got. Absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's an interesting argument. It's Is it possible? Sure. But this is not the kind of thing that you would. That, that... Okay. That's the soundbite I'm going to use, Ed. Is is Ed Morris? He said, "Is it possible? Sure." <laughs> and then we edit out the rest of the qualifications. I, I, and then I was started stuttering like Karine uh, Jean Pierre trying to uh, express condolences for three American uh, servicemen who were killed in Jordan. Did you see that clip today? No. Oh, oh no. my gosh! I can't play it here. I don't. I'm not set up to to do it right now. But she. Uh. She can't even, I mean, this is the woman who's in charge of White House communications, right? She's the press secretary. She gets on television this morning, and this is hours after this took place. She's there specifically to deal with this issue. And I'm going to just go ahead and find this because I I actually transcribed it because it was so bad. Um, And I I put this in the headlines uh, with... Uh, with the headline of worst press secretary ever. This is what she said. And I'm going to, I'm just going to read it from the transcript. Oh, okay. (laughs) Get it over, get it over with it. This hurts. This hurts. This is like, this is like going to the doctor and knowing that you're going to get a shot and you're just waiting for the, you're waiting for the needle to be pulled out. This is root canal. canal. This is a root canal. What I will say, our deepest, obviously our deepest condolences go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families who lost three, three brave, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three folks who are military folks, who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf of this administration of the American oh. people. <laughs> Obviously, more so, more importantly, we lost those souls <laughs> oh. on behalf of the administration. She couldn't even spit out a coherent on behalf of the administration. 
They were fighting on behalf of the administration. They weren't fighting at all. They were they were sleeping at the time because their administration had um, had had not done had not taken the proper steps to ensure that they wouldn't have to be fighting while they slept. And they misread the drone as a friendly. Yeah, you know, I'm curious about that. Um, I mean, I understand that probably Iran or the what Iran or the 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 proxy that was being backed by Iran probably understood that the best way to to conduct a sneak attack on the facility was to follow a drone back in. I mean, I, I'm that that's probably that was probably a deliberate strategy. What I don't understand is why they didn't have an identified friend or foe signal, you know, code on these yeah. drones so that you knew which one was which. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that that's something else. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, I, I am uh, waiting the whole, for the, the whole thing. Well, you know, and and as you said that what oh, two what, a year and a half ago, that's when um, the confidence in Joe Biden began to fall after he screwed up the Afghan exit, which he still which he still calls quote an extraordinary success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Extraordinary success. Yeah, that's that's yep. That's 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 not uh, that's that's not the case. So, yeah, well, it's sad, and we are weak, and we are seen as weak. I mean, you know, nobody, even if you haven't had an elderly relative go through this, nobody can watch him walk, and the the, the blank eyes, the empty eyes. Did you see last, it was last week or the week before, where he was visiting a factory somewhere, and uh the factory leader went to introduce him to some people and he thought he put his hand out and Biden thought he was supposed to go there. So he starts to walk across and then the guy takes him by the arm and said, no, no, no. And Biden goes, oh, oh, like, you know, like he farted in church. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's doing. And. No, and I mean the, the yelling into the microphone. And yeah. yeah. I mean that whole thing with I mean it's just becoming more unhinged. And it's yeah. I think very obviously a symptom of of you know mental unfitness, you know, yeah. progressive mental unfitness. Progressive and the polls, the polls show. I mean, all this, we all believe the polls that say Trump is in a commanding position, but Nobody does anything about the polls that say that three quarters of Americans don't have the confidence that this guy knows where he is. Yeah. It's just, and yeah. that explains the new Gallup poll I tweeted today that the confidence in, in American institutions has gone down again. Congress, the courts, the clergy, the, the, the professions, I mean, um, the only profession that stayed on top was nurses. And even they went down because Americans are just, we're discombobulated. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Except well, during the Ed Morrissey show when we straighten things out. We straighten things out here, folks. That's what we do. And now we tell you jokes. That I have, I have, I have, I have, I have one, which I just love. 
Go for it. Uh, okay, so an anonymous scam caller called me and said, I have all your passwords. And I grabbed the pen and I said, really? What are they? <laughs> uh, okay, that's pretty good. I like that yeah, one. Okay. Yeah. All right, I, I have one for you. We'll wrap up. So this wife decides that she wants to express her you know, romantic feelings towards her husband. So she sends him a text. And the text says, if you were sleeping, send me your dreams. If you're laughing, send me your smile. If you're eating, send me a bite. If you're drinking, send me a sip. If you are crying, send me your tears. I love you. And then she waits a couple of minutes and she gets a text back from her husband and says, I'm in the bathroom. Please advise. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, that one was from jokesoftheday.net. I just had to throw that one in there. That was pretty yeah. good. Oh, well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Bathroom, please advise. I, I think that's going to be my, my my catchphrase for a while. I'm in the please advise. Please advise. Please advise. That is no reflection on how long I spend in the bathroom, by the way. Just... I, I love the, the that meme before of uh, Neil Armstrong. I said, Neil Armstrong went to the moon and got five pictures. And this girl went to the bathroom and took 35 selfies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got one more. It's the one I sent you on Instagram. I don't know if you've even seen this yet. Yeah. What? Oh, I did. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, I got one more. This one's pretty good. So this man's walking along a California beach, and he decides that he's going to pray to the Lord. And he says, Lord, you know, I've been faithful to you in all of the ways that I possibly can. I just really ask that you grant me one wish, just one wish. And the skies over the beach, you know, start you know, filling with clouds. And this booming voice says, my son, uh, you have been, you've been faithful in all your ways. I will, I will try. If you have a wish that I can grant, I will grant you the wish. So the man says, you know what I really want is I want a bridge between California and Hawaii so that I can just drive over to Hawaii. And the Lord says, my son, I don't think you know how selfish this is. Do you know how much concrete would have to be poured? Do you know how many pillars would have to be sunk? Do you know how deep the Pacific Ocean is in between those things? Do you know how much, how many resources that would go into that that could go to helping your fellow man? It's a terribly selfish wish. I want to grant you a wish. So I'd ask that you, um, uh, so I ask that you reflect a little bit more and come up with a better wish, one that's a little bit more uh, it's a little bit more real recognition yeah. of our love, right? And he goes, okay. He says, let me think about this. He says, you know what, Lord, what I really want, and this is the wish that I, I'm, I'm going to ask you, is I'd really like to be able to understand women. What women um, are feeling when they cry, how women react when the man they love interacts with them, you know, what it is that they're thinking so that when they say, when I ask and they say nothing, I understand what that means. You know, what it is when they're silent because I have done something and I don't grasp what it is. I'd really like that understanding. And the Lord goes, hmm. So would you like that bridge to be four lanes or two lanes? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love that. I love that. 
<laughs> That's when I got off of Instagram, and I, I got to say, it's Boxing Alley Mike was the account that uh, that had that. I don't know if it's original to Boxing Alley Mike, but that's where I found it on Instagram. Yeah, I, I've heard that in a different form, where the genie comes out of a bottle on the on the beach, and uh, yeah, but it's that's a good one. That it's is a good, a good one. It's a good joke. All right, well, that wraps it up for today. Andrew Malcolm, the prince of Twitter, the regent of redstate.com, the jester of all jokes. <laughs> the man, the man who, uh, who who is who's got it going on. That's all I got to say. Go over to redstate.com, check out his VIP columns. Tell us about the, the book interview. When is that out? Uh, the book interview uh, with Charlie Spearing, and that's, uh, you know, on this book, Amateur Hour, Kamala Harris in the White House. Let's hope not. Um <laughs> Charlie Spearing wrote the book, just came out, uh, I think last week, and that will be going up on Wednesday, tomorrow as this is being published, because this will go up on Tuesday. The interview will go up on Wednesday, and there'll be a separate blog post, because um, I just want to highlight this for Charlie. It's his first book. It looks very. I, I've read part of it. It's very interesting. I'm going to try to read the rest of it sometime this week. So we're going to have trend, uh, a transcript or audio? No, it'll be, you know, video, it'll be a regular Ed Morrissey show podcast, but it's going to go up oh, the next great. day. I'll just embed it into a, into a post Fant with, with some of the transcript. I'll have, I'll have some excerpts from the transcript in there. I'll have a little bit of a front end for it. So yeah, it, it uh, stay tuned for that because it's a really good interview. Charlie's a, a lot of fun and um, it'd been a while since I'd had a chance to talk to Charlie and he's, um, He's on the book tour right now. So give people a chance to go buy the book. Um, and, amateur Hour with Emily and we, need, and we need to know more about a future president. Yeah, well, that was sort of the point. So it's a good time to be bringing this up. Uh, oh, the timing nice. is excellent. <laughs> oh, boy. Even going to Canada wouldn't help him. No, okay. no, no. I, and, and honestly, yeah, but, you know, you know, Justin Castro. Yeah, no, I don't think so. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is an evergreen oh my gosh all right well we were trying to cheer people up at the end of this podcast but apparently we just bummed everybody back <laughs> andrew malcolm the region of red state the prince of twitter we'll talk again next week okay buddy take care thanks everybody